0: Welcome to episode sixty-four of the Geek Heart Games podcast. I am Sam Suvak alongside Cody Tetrick. How's it going, Cody? Pretty good, Sam. How's it going? All right. Did you have a good birthday?
1: I did. I had a great birthday. Um, you know, it, it was—I had a day off because it was Memorial Day. Um, I got lots of gifts, and I went and saw Long Shot, uh, the Seth Rogan, Charlie Theron uh, yeah. comedy, and it was really good. I liked it a lot. Um, it uh It's not one of those movies I'd be like, Oh yeah, definitely go see it. It was just like something I had wanted to, I wanted to see. There was nothing else like Godzilla <laughs> it doesn't come you, out. You
0: wanted to see it. I was like,
1: huh, that's interesting. I, I love Seth Rogen. I think Seth is fucking hilarious. Okay. Um but uh nothing else was out that I wanted to see. Like I am not interested in the live action Aladdin movie and like Godzilla was hadn't come out yet, so I was like, Okay, like this is a movie I kinda wanted to see and like so I went and saw it.
0: To be fair, Brightburn was out.
1: Oh, it was. But like... The person I feel like you might with, have made
0: a good choice, though.
1: <laughs> yeah, the person I went with, I was kind of like, oh, I don't know if she'd be into that. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah.
0: Um, I saw Brightburn, and I I thought it was just okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's pretty much exactly what you would expect. And there's like no surprises, really. So I was kind really? of like... Like, I like that's what I want. You know, I want to be surprised in a movie. I something. thought
1: I... I could have sworn I read that the ending was very surprising, but okay. Hmm.
0: Really? Let's just...
1: I'm, I'm basically going to I, see it.
0: I want... Not right now, probably, because I don't want to spoil it for people. But I, like later, I want you to tell me what you think the ending would be. What the expected ending would be. And okay. then we'll compare notes. Because, like, the ending was pretty much what I expected it to be, so... So we'll see. <laughs> all right. so, yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's fine.
1: But uh, I'm not going to get it right now because that would require me taking my headset off and getting up, and I didn't prepare for this at all. Uh, my friend got me a prayer candle, um, but instead of like, you know, a Jesus prayer candle, it's uh, from Etsy, uh-huh. and it's of Captain America. Nice. So every day I wake up and I walk up to it and I say a little prayer to America's ass. <laughs>
0: I approve. That's, That's a, fantastic.
1: It's an Avengers and game joke. But yeah.
0: Um, so is it a picture of the front side of Captain America or it the is. back side? So it's you're just you side. just you know the back's there and you're just gonna yeah, go you and know, talk to. You know. him. Is it like a drawing of Captain America or is it a representation of it's Chris like a, Evans as Captain America?
1: It's like one of those Photoshop pictures where like it's definitely like an old timey like Portrait mm-hmm. but then they put Chris Evans face on it and then okay. instead of like I think it's supposed to be holding I think it's a picture of Zeus to be honest with you uh, But instead of the lightning bolt, it's Captain America's shield and then like around the back is like Little uh, designs of Captain America's shield. Is it a good
0: photoshoper eh.
1: It's a pretty solid photoshop. Like okay, I was like, okay. oh, okay. All right. So yeah, cool.
0: All right. Yeah. Well, hey, I approve um, it's Pretty awesome. I I got a friend of mine some uh, golden girls prayer candles
1: see i think it's like the same person then because she had mentioned that there were also like a set of golden girls ones but she found that one first and i was like oh okay all right
0: i mean i think you got the better deal so i mean the golden girls
1: are pretty fucking awesome let's be real
0: yeah but you know captain america's ass yeah true so i don't know if you have to pray to one
1: (laughs) yeah captain america's ass yeah 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 so a lot of dude listeners to this podcast are just like, "What the fuck is
0: going on?" We went on a tangent. It's fine. So uh, let's let's get let's get into our gaming. And to start things off, uh, it's June. I almost said January. I don't know. It's been a long day. Uh, it's June, and that means it's Pride Month. Oh, and what? so, woohoo! Pride um to celebrate pride month uh i've i've made a goal for myself that i'm going to play at least one game every week uh that has some type of queer representation in it and uh then i'll come report back on the podcast so um uh, also i'm wearing my uh houston outlaws uh pride t-shirt so uh, oh i think my camera just did something weird okay um so to start things off I played a game called One Night Hot Springs, which I seen this on like some lists of like the best uh, games from last year. And it's one of the games on itch.io and it is a free game, um, but there's like a suggested donation of $3 and you can get the art book with it. So um, this is a visual novel and you are playing as, okay, uh, I believe these are Japanese names and I'm... Not good at that. So I apologize in advance for my pronunciations. Okay, uh, but the main character is named Haru and She is a trans woman and the main point of this story is her best friend Manami is uh, for her birthday uh, She's getting Haru and her other best friend Erica together And they're gonna go to the hot springs because her parents are paying for them to have a, a little trip to the hot springs so um, you know, it kind of starts off and Monami's asking her, Haru, uh, you know, how she feels about it, if she'd be okay going. Because, you know, going to the hot springs could be something that's going to cause her a bit of stress. Um, <clears throat> and so they talk about it and, like, there are reserved baths that you can get. So Haru's like, you no, you know, it's it's fine. I want to I go and celebrate with you. So yeah, we're going to do this. Um, and so, like you go to the hot springs and you like you're doing the registration and stuff and like one of the first things you have to do is like fill out the registration and it's like like what is your what is your name and what is your gender and because she hasn't legally transitioned like she still has to fill it out with what her legal information is and like just like just playing through that, it made me uncomfortable, and like I could like kind of empathize with her and feel like what that must feel like to have to go through and like put that when you know that you're really someone else and just not having uh being able to say who you really are um, and the whole game does a really good job of of portraying that as like, a cisgendered woman who doesn't have these experiences, it's it's nice to be able to see it and experience it in a game like this. And uh, so you go through, and, like, there's just different things that happen. Like, the reserve baths are all booked, and then, like, the attendant is talking to you, and you just kind of, like, feel the tension that being put in that situation would place on you. And um, eventually her—so Erika, Monami's other friend, which, like, she'd never— Haru and Erica had never met before. Um, But like they get to talking and Erica's like asking questions because she's never met a transgendered person before. And it's like kind of one of those things where it's like, makes Haru uncomfortable because she's just like very direct and asking questions. But uh, Erica ends up being like a really big advocate for Haru and like helping to make sure that she has a good time and like standing up for her and stuff. And so it was really a really cool game and uh, I I really enjoyed getting to play through it. It's a really quick game also. So, I mean, honestly, it's like 15 or 20 minutes, maybe oh, it was really okay. fast. Um, but it was, it was, it, you know, conveyed a lot in the time yeah. that it, it had. Uh, and then like, I got to the end and it was like, oh, and we've got this sequel out called last day of spring. I was like, well, you know, this only took like 15 or 20 minutes. Let me just go ahead and get this other one and play through it as well. And so the second one, uh, this is, you're playing as Erica this time. And now like everybody's friends now, and she's trying to plan like a little birthday celebration for Haru's birthday um and so this time you kind of get to see things from erica's perspective and like she's like hey what if we had a girl's day at the spa um and like she's talking to harry about it and she's like a little reluctant like hey you know it's like there's gonna be some problems and she's like no no i'll take care of it you know and then erica's talking to these spas trying to arrange stuff and just you know running into roadblocks because they're not accommodating to trans people Um, And so then, so the first game, it's like you get to see things from a trans woman's perspective. And then uh, the second game, you get to see it from one of her allies and just seeing kind of like Erica is starting to see and understand what Haru goes through on a daily basis. And then that helps you, the player, see that as well and experience it. So they're both really cool. Um, Like I said, I mean, they're they're free unless you want to give the donation. And then the other really cool thing that I... I appreciated On last day of spring, it has these accessibility options. Um, So you can turn on sound captions, image captions, and self-voicing. So like, you know, it's like a visual novel. It'll have little text. You hit return, go to the next one. So this will just like read you the text that normally appears. And then I played through a little of it to see. Um, But like, you know, this scene will have Erica sitting on her couch. And so that it'll have the visual caption for it. Erica is sitting on the couch and then oh, okay. it'll have the sound caption. Like the news is talking about this. And so like, if, if you were, if you're visual impaired, um, it could like really, you could still inf- almost fully enjoy the game. Cause it's like, you know, telling you the full story through all of it, which I thought it was really cool, uh, that they put that in there. So, Oh, I'm sorry. Also, so the person who developed this game uh, on itch.io, they're listed as NPCKC. So I, I'm sure that probably sound, stands for something. I don't know what it is. Uh, but they're the ones who, who made the game if you want to look them up. Um, but yeah, One Night Hot Springs and Last Day of Spring are... Both really cool games, and neither of them take very long. Uh, Last Day of String was a little longer, like 30 to 40 minutes probably. Uh, but you can get through both of them pretty quick. And if you are just interested in, in seeing things from a trans perspective, it'd be a good game to check out. So I recommend them. I had a good time. So, and it was a, a nice, fun start to my, to my Pride Month. So, yeah. All right. I'm glad you had All right. fun. Yeah. Uh, Cody, what have you been playing?
1: uh so not much you know still playing the marvel strike force not gonna talk about it um but so a while back i had originally planned to do this series i was gonna record it upload to youtube uh and then i kind of glad i decided not to do that because uh, i say you know they remastered borderlands 1 recently
0: was it recently (laughs) It's been a while. It's been a while.
1: Um, (laughs) Like with the hype of Borderlands 3, they were like, oh, it's remastered Borderlands 1. I was like, ah, it's been so long since I played that game. And I remember like not being good at it because like I just wasn't good at shooters back then. So I went and decided to, I was like, I was like, all right, let me just play a little bit of it. And like if I am enjoying myself, I'll maybe still do that series. Uh, You know, have it go up over the summer and stuff like that. Um, uh, and then I started playing it, and, like, hey, maybe I wasn't bad at shooters back then. Maybe Borderlands 1 is just not a very fun fucking video game. Uh, sorry. Um. Ouch. Yeah, I, like, I played for, like, an hour, and I was just, like, cool. I'm not enjoying myself. And, like, granted, I only played an hour. Maybe I just need a little bit longer to get into, like, the abilities and stuff like that. But, like, the shooting just felt clunky the movement felt clunky i was like Crap. See, when
0: i played the first one on pc i felt those same things but i yeah. thought it was just because i was playing on pc but maybe it wasn't maybe it's just the game
1: yeah i th- i I think it's just how like that game is like at this point like because we've come so far in shooters like with movement and like how like tight guns feel and stuff like that like i don't know i just wasn't enjoying it i wasn't feeling it um i like still am excited for borderlands 3 because like i they've improved the movement and stuff like you get to do some sliding and like there's mantling and like because like the second i like was like oh let me like let me slide because you know i'm just used to doing that in video games everybody lately. likes
0: sliding yeah
1: sliding's fun so i was like oh let me just slide into this little thing real quick and that's I went, what I she walk- said he said
0: right, what? that's what he huh? said let me just slide into this little thing
1: real quick oh okay yeah. uh and I like started to run forward, and I hit the crouch button, and I just dead stop and crouched. <laughs> and people kept shooting at me, and I went, oh, all right, well, this is not a thing. Um, but yeah, still one like, of the best intros to a game with uh, Don't Cage the Elephants, uh, No Rest for the Wicked. Such a fucking banger. Of they a song, have like. really
0: good intro song yeah. uh, video cutscenes for Borderlands um, games.
1: I, I should say I was playing as Roland, the soldier. Um I don't know, maybe but I should He sounds him. boring. He kind of was. Uh I don't know, maybe I should picked someone else. Um
0: Probably. Yeah,
1: not not a fun time in Borderlands 1 for me. It was really but just so like
0: Did you remember like liking Borderlands 1? I
1: see like my backstory of Borderlands is like I've played every fucking Borderlands game. I just never get far enough to like really I guess constitute the end game. Like I You're never good. have beaten one. I've played a lot of them, but like I've never beaten one. But I do remember back then like enjoying Borderlands one, but I also remember But maybe like, now
0: games are better and you realize
1: Yeah. Um, huh. so yeah. Not a fun time.
0: Okay, Cody, I'm gonna share a thought with you, okay? Because just today it was announced that the PS plus games for June are one I've already forgotten and uh Sonic. Borderlands. Sonic, Mar- Sonic Sonic Mania and Borderlands the Handsome, excuse me, collection. And when I saw that, I was like, oh, maybe I'll go play some of this Borderlands again. Uh, because I was confused about the way they named these things. I thought Borderlands the Handsome collection was the first Borderlands. And then you were like, no, it's the other. It's the second and the pre-sequel. And then so, but the second one is the one I played not too long ago on the free weekend on mm-hmm. Xbox and like i didn't have the best time with it and so i'm like i don't know that i want to go play more of it and then i was like maybe i really don't want to play borderlands 3 i don't know
1: i feel like and maybe like this is i wonder i do wonder because i was like oh maybe i don't same thought came to me like do i want to play borderlands 3 but then i'm like there's so many people hyped about it, and like it's going to be one of those things where you like you group up with people and play, and I'm like,
0: hmm. Oh, that sounds like Anthem. Oh, damn.
1: Shit. Damn. All right, I'm sorry, Anthem. That's that was a, harsh.
0: That was harsh.
1: Um, ooh, that was rough. <laughs> man. Oh, man.
0: I'm, uh, I don't know why I'm so mean today.
1: Um, so, yeah, I think that aspect of Borderlands is exciting me but then again like yeah you do a point uh the same thing was being said about anthem and then look at how that turned out um wasted Mm my 60 dollars um i don't know and yeah them announced well first i like i was very busy at work today so like all i read was like borderlands and i was like are you kidding me i just bought this game like i just used like like and then someone was like no it's a handsome collection i was like oh okay thank god all right I, i didn't waste my money um I but mean, yeah. some
0: you might say that you did though, since yeah, you don't like it. Of. But I mean, technically, funny.
1: I only paid ten dollars. I used like a twenty dollars off coupon I had, so yeah. Okay, okay, that's fine. I mean, I wasted that coupon, I guess. Um, but hey, Sonic Mania, we wanted hey. to play that for a while, so hey, I can it's play a fun re-
0: game. I got it on Switch, so it's cool. I, rec- I recommend it. It's been it as forever fun, since I like.
1: played a Sonic game, like so. I need to. Hey, re- Sonic made some good it.
0: games. So,
1: yeah. speaking well, of Sonic, real quick, just a little tie tie in, the sun. they pushed back the Sonic movie
0: yes which good for them you're giving people time to actually do the work instead of just saying hey magically do this in like a day so yeah that's good that's good i approve
1: yeah um sad times in borderlands one so what are you gonna do
0: it's the borderlands i mean they just they seem like a sad place in general
1: they do i wouldn't want to live there I think the saddest part about Borderlands 1 is like the, the I think they're called skags, the little skag dogs just walking around and then next thing you know a bus hits it. And you're like, "Oh, all
0: right. Well, then. Didn't know that, but okay. Tales from the Borderlands is still a really good game. Highly recommended. Everybody should play that one. So,
1: I think it what, works have, up. what have you been playing, Sam?
0: Okay. Um, so one of the things I've been playing it's called For the King and it is on Game Pass which I, I went to Game Pass because I was like, oh, the Banner Saga is up. I'm going to get that game. But then I saw this game too, and I was like, oh, dear. And I had to flip a coin. And I decided, if, well, to to know what, if I was going to play Banner Saga or For the King because they seemed pretty similar. I don't think they actually are, though. Uh, For the King won the, the toss. And uh, so this game is a turn-based. There's three in your team. You're walking around. The It's like a game board, so it's kind of like a tabletop game where there's like... Mm-hmm. Um, Hexagons? Hex? How many? What are six-sided? Hexagons. Hexagons. So there's like hexagons all together that are your like, each one is a spot instead of like squares. That's, okay. that's all. Um, but yeah, so it's like a fantasy world. You've got a quest, I guess. Uh, apparently this is kind of a roguelike game because you start on this campaign and it has stuff like you've only got six lives and then I don't know if like the locations that you're going to like just randomly spawn where they will on the map or if the locations are at the same spot but enemies will randomly spawn in different locations and then like at nighttime different enemies will spawn um and so you're just supposed to go through fight your enemies level up stuff i guess get to the ultimate mission final i don't i didn't get that far um but so the way it works is so each turn like, your person kind of rolls a, their die, like, in quotes, because you're not actually doing it. It's just, like, automatic. Oh, yeah. And, like, it'll roll and say, oh, you've got five, so you can move five this turn. And so you can pick where you want to move your five. Uh, if you don't move the whole number, like, if I only move three, then those extra two are extra HP points that uh, okay. can heal me, which is good, but... Um, And so like a lot of times when I was having a rough time, I would just kind of skip my turn. I'd let it roll, and then however many movement I got, I'd just stay where I was and take all of them as healing points. Um, That's good. The bad thing is every turn, there's this chaos meter that's also going up. And so as it goes up, uh, the enemy... Level increases like after all, they're like 105 percent and then they're like 110 percent damage or whatever, so it gets troublesome. And then you have to go find these um chaos towers and destroy them to bring the chaos level back down. Um, and so then you just go in into your basic turn based combat, and you've got different weapons that you can pick up, and I guess different magic skills. I only had one guy that really had magic stuff. Oh, and you can pick different characters to take in with you. Okay. I was wondering, I was like... I think there's four different classes. Um, okay. Four or five different classes, and you can take uh, three of them in. So, it's like, it's kind of tedious to me, which is like part of the problem that I have with like tabletop D&D. Like, it just kind of takes a while to uh-huh. get through it with the whole like, all right, all three of my characters have to like roll for their movement, and then they have to move, and then they can take their turn, and then da-da-da, you know, it just... And then, like, the turn-based combat can kind of, you know, drag on. Um, but for all that, it was, it was fun. Like, I was having a good time with it. And I was like, oh, I need to go cook some dinner. But I'm like, well, I guess I could just play for, like, a little bit longer. Um, so it's, like, this weird mix for me of fun and tedious. But if you like, like, uh, tabletop games and turn-based combat, uh, I would recommend it. It's, it's fun. Uh it's just, you know, I don't always have the patience to sit through all of that. And it's it wasn't as story based as I believe Banner saga would be. Um but yeah, it's it's interesting and it's free on Game Pass. So I I would I mean I would recommend it with the caveat that you have to like turn based combat and yeah. like taking your time going through stuff. So but yeah. Okay. Okay. Cody, what else you got?
1: Uh, so, as some of you may remember, last I remember. week, I gave some opinions on Dauntless after a couple play sessions.
0: Wait, were they positive or negative opinions? Um, there were some very was
1: heavy negatives, weird. but there were some positives. I think this week I'm coming with a few more positives. Um, so, I went last Saturday to my brother's house, and I arrived, he was playing Dauntless. Um, first negative of night. He had to wait 35 minutes to play.
0: He mm, set a you timer. Can't see, you can't see it right now, but this is me flipping off the camera for those wait times for Dauntless.
1: Yeah, um, he waited 35 minutes. He set a timer on his Alexa, and the Alexa I let would, him know. I would
0: not wait that long.
1: Well, he just like flipped back to TV and watched TV, and I was like, oh, "That's smart thinking." You got that cable. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he was running around. He was fighting a. I think it's called a shriek. But it's spelled S H R I K E. It's like a giant owl monster. Uh, it's kind of oh. like the, I think, flagship monster for Dauntless. Okay. Um, it's what they showed off like when it first was like teased. Way are they, are back they then? called
0: behemoths? I believe they're called behemoths. Oh, sorry. sir.
1: it's behemoths. They're called behemoths. Sorry, the flagship behemoth. And he was uh, running around shooting it with like dual revolvers, and I was like, "Oh, I forgot there were guns in this game. That sounds kind of cool." um and so he was running around doing that and i was like okay that kind of makes me want to get into it and so that night like <laughs> I, I went over there to watch wrestling i watched the wrestling great um got home and i like turned on dauntless didn't have a low time or a wait time hey. but it was like two in the morning so hey um, worse. and i went and like realized like oh i could have unlocked these pistols at any time i just need to walk over there okay cool <laughs> um i hopped in and uh I'm not a fan of the pistols. They don't do any damage at all. I got like a, I got an F rank because like at the end of a at the end of a uh, hunt, they rank you like your personal rank and then your team rank. Team rank was only an S, and then my rank was like an E. So yeah, I was below an Wait, F. Wait, isn't
0: Fuck. an S like really good though?
1: Yeah, but S is like above I, A. Yeah, um, but then I got like E rank, which is below F. So yeah, is so it? Like I did. Yeah, A B C D E F. Oh, I no, it's above E. F. e F. It's, above it's above F. F. Oh. F. Sorry, it's been a while since I've been in school. It's a long day, um, jeez. Uh, and I was like, okay. And so, like, I played it a little bit more, and I uh, put it down. And then uh, the other night, I got on, and like, I just listened to the kind of funny games cast where Andy Cortez was talking about his experience at Dauntless, and he was like, oh, like, yeah, like, I'm not a big fan of like the standing still, having to do the de- uh, damage weapons, like the axe and like the sword. Uh, I like to be able to like move around really freely and stuff. So he was talking about how he really enjoyed the chain blades because like they have like you have a dash like your normal like dash that the game gives you by hitting circle and then the chain blades has on R1 you can like you charge up this bar and like for each pip of the bar you charge up you can throw the chains forward and pull yourself to the monster so if you are far away from the monster you can pull yourself closer attack real fast you hit R1 again, you jump backwards, do like a ninja flip backwards away from the monster, so you're avoiding damage. And I was like, oh shit. I'm fucking in. Like, this is like some fucking Kratos bullshit. I'm in. Yeah. Um, yeah. It also has like a ranged attack where like you just throw the chain blade and like swing it. And like so like if the monster's like raging and like doing lots of like damage around itself and you just want to stay back, you can do that. Um and so yeah, I was having fun with that. Um so I think I do really like the chain blades. I think I'm that's kind of the weapon I'm kind of gravitating to. I still have the feeling that, like, my attacks don't have a lot of weight to them, but with the mm-hmm. chain blades, I feel like they're not supposed to, because you're just supposed to be doing quick, like, rapid attacks, and that's what mm-hmm. I'm doing. Like, I am, like, getting on, like, a, a, the tail of the monster and, like, doing a combo where, like, I do a couple swipes, and then I just start spinning the chain blades around me, and, like, I'm doing rapid damage, and, like, I've cut off so many tails that way, so I'm like, fuck yeah, let's do that. Uh and then and hate- it's a little sad. See Sam. Okay, time out. Sam posts. She's like, "All right, so I tried Dauntless. Um, I just don't. I I felt bad when I cut them. Stop playing hunting RPGs. Then just don't play them. If that's the thing. Like, I'm sorry, but like,
0: I like to try things.
1: I understandable, but like, you always feel sad. I feel terrible. I'm like, no, don't I know. do that. you uh, It's sad um, when you
0: cut their body parts off.
1: Um, but I mean, that tail made a great hat. but I'm just saying. Um, uh and so one of the quests they give you is like oh do a mission with every weapon. So then I tried out the hammer last night. Uh I I really like the hammer. Uh it's still one of those things where like it doesn't have weight to it, I feel, cuz like in Monster mm-hmm. Hunter, if I use the hammer and I'm hitting something on the head, like after three kabonks, it's done. Like it's it's, <laughs> it's 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 knocked out. Um Is that
0: the sound effect that it does in Monster Hunter when you hit it with the hammer? Does no, it go kabonk?
1: Like, I like to imagine, you know. El Cabonk, if uh, any of you remember that from uh, cartoons. Um, So the cool thing about the hammer is, is that not only are you using a hammer, but it kind of has like a gun component to it where like you're loading shells into the hammer and you can rocket jump with the hammer. And I enjoy running up, rocket jumping, and then bringing the hammer down. And then like at the end of any combo, like say you just hit you're hitting square a couple times. At the end of the combo, you can hit triangle and you just lay the hammer down and it explodes the shells. And then you got to reload it by hitting R1. But this game has a similar mechanic to like Gears of War, where if you do an active reload, like I think the shells do more damage. What an active reload is, is like, is there's a bar yeah. and like you can either hit R1 and just let it go. But if you active reload, there's like a tiny section in the middle that if you hit it yep. just right, it like... The the shells glow. I'm assuming if they're glowing, you're doing more damage. Um, so, yeah. And, like, the hammer, for being, like, a very weighty weapon, you do get to move around a lot because, like, you can rocket jump. You can... If you're in the air and you hit triangle again, you can, like, whatever way you're leaning, like, if you, lean, if you put the uh, left stick to the left, you can, like, shoot yourself that way. So, say a monster's coming at you while you're jumping towards them, you can avoid damage that way. Um, so, yeah. I was thinking... I think another issue is like, there is, I think, you you have a question. I want you to ask a question because you've been kind of like, oh, okay.
0: oh no, I was just going to say, I tried that hammer mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, it's a gun too. And I shot some stuff and then I couldn't figure out how to reload it for the rest of the hunt.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, it took me a little bit. I was like, oh, what the heck? Uh, I think... And this kind of, like it's cool that there's crossplay. Like this is true like at launch crossplay between Xbox, PS4, and PC. That's really awesome. I think there are some issues that come from it whereas in like I feel like I am dodging the monster's attacks pretty regularly. But there's some kind of connection lag in the world that then the monsters hit me. Because, like, on my screen, I've clearly dodged that attack. And then, like, a couple seconds after the attack is finished, my character falls to the ground. And I'm like, what's happening? And it's saying it hit me. And I'm like, "Ah, uh, okay, whatever. And, like, that could be an issue. Like... Yeah. Um. So, yeah. That's kind of bothering me a little bit. Um, I am, like, started, like, kind of, like, looking at, like... I can see... How this game... Is built for the long term because like as you level up once you hit a certain level you kind of graduate to the I think it's called like Slayer level and like that's kind of like mm-hmm. Once you get to that point you start facing like heroic of mo- heroic behemoths and like that seems pretty interesting um, I've already kind of started looking at some armor pieces and I'm like oh like these would like match well together for like my playing style with the chain blades I just got a pair of chain blades where every attack also does wound damage, and like a cool aspect of Dauntless is like if you're not cutting a piece off, you can also just wound the creature, and like that like applies like a debuff to a certain area, and like it physically shows up on the behemoth, and like that's kind of interesting, a mechanic to have in the game. Uh, Is it like
0: is it like Monster Hunter World, where like when they're injured, they start like kind of limping around and looking real? Real a sad. little bit yeah Ugh. um it's horrible
1: i'm sorry sam uh so i still have like i, I still have a couple issues with this, but like upon continuing to play it i'm kind of looking past them and i'm enjoying myself i don't know like how long i'll play this game it is holding me over right now like i've got i'm
0: impressed that you went back to it and played more
1: yeah so uh, I got elsewhere in a week and the next season of Destiny is coming up and, like, so, like, it's gonna be interesting, like, Dauntless could be a game I just come back to when I'm bored and, like, don't have anything to do in those two. Um, but, yeah. So, Dauntless still has its issues for me but I'm enjoying it.
0: Okay. Well, hey. Yeah. That's, that's better than nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. uh My last game that I want to talk about today um, is Lumines remastered and this is by Enhance the company that made Tetris Effect and you guys know I I love me some Tetris Effect. Um so this and res Infinite also by Enhance uh have been on my wish list for a while um cuz like you know the stuff that my my beloved made like I want to go back and and see, right? Um, but they, I was like, eh, you know, I mean, I want to, but eh. So I was always waiting for them to go on sale. And so, of course, they went on sale at the same time. So I was like, well, fuck, I guess I've got to buy both of them. So I bought both of them. I've only played Luminous Remastered so far. Um, and this is a game where, like, I've, I looked at the videos of it and I looked at stuff and, like, I was like, I really don't understand what's going on in this game. Um But once you get into it and start playing it, it makes sense. And what it is, is kind of Tetris-like in that there are these cubes that fall down and you have to rotate and place them. Each cube is made up of four smaller squares um, that can be one of two colors. And so you've got two colors, and as you're making them drop, you want to just make another full cube, and that will clear the cube off the board, okay? okay? But the cube doesn't clear as soon as you make it. While all this is falling, there's also this horizontal, well, I guess it's a vertical bar that moves horizontally across the screen. And it's like the clear bar. So as it passes, it will clear any cubes that are there. Okay. Okay. Um, So you've kind of got room to kind of plan if you can try to get like a bunch of stuff stacked for like a big combo, get it set up before that uh, line line comes and clears it. That's good. Um, I'm still in the kind of noob stage where I'm just like happy to get cubes. But I found out the hard way. You have to be careful because if you place your block that makes the cube as that line is right where you're placing the cube, you can kind of fuck yourself because like if it's halfway through my spot, when when my thing gets placed, it'll take... The, the right half of my cube, but it'll leave the left half because the line is already passed by the left half of the cube, if that makes sense. So that's frustrating when that happens. So you yeah. always have to keep an eye on where your clear line is uh, so you can kind of control when you're putting, when you're putting your block in its final placement. Um, also found out the hard way there's like so you move you can move the blocks left and right you know but i guess if you like hold the button down it'll like jump so fast to the far edge of the screen uh because like that happened a few times and i've never once intended it to happen um so you just have to deal with that Mm. uh i i wasn't super into it at first i'm like i miss my tetris effect it's a better (laughs) game but it's kind of been growing on me um and I've gotten better. Like I watched a couple of videos about it just to like see, cause it was like, well, at first I didn't understand what this whole jumping thing was. I was like, is there something that's happening that's jumping my screen over? I'm like, no, that's just me. Um, so, but after watching the videos, like I feel like it kind of like, just, you know, got me better at it. Um, so I've been playing at the, the thing about Tetris Effect is like, you play, you play, you play, you get to the part where you fail. And then you can restart from that level. So if I made it up five levels and then fail, I start on the fifth level again. In in Luminez, that's not the way it is. You get to you get to wherever you fail, you're back at the beginning. And like as you're going, like there are different songs and backdrops that you're kind of unlocking. As you get to each level, you unlock it. Because there's like a free play, you can play whichever level you've already unlocked. Um, but like it's you just you gotta be like real good and have a, a sustained like clean run like all the way through to get to the higher levels to unlock the rest of the stuff, which I'm not there yet, uh, and it's frustrating because like I'd like to unlock new stuff. The music is really cool. it's like this electronic music and it's fun and lively. Um, some of the like color combinations for different backdrops are not pleasing. I don't like those, but um i've i've just enjoyed unlocking the new stuff and like i'd like to unlock more but i'm not good enough yet and like it starts speeding up after a while and uh i don't know we'll we'll see if i keep if i keep at it if i keep progressing because you know when i played tetris effect i didn't ever think i'd be able to do good and then like i was able to play it on expert eventually so we'll see maybe i'll be a luminous remastered master uh but also maybe i'll quit (laughs) that was very good nice (laughs) Um, but yeah, it's it's fun. It was only like eight dollars on sale, so uh, it's definitely worth that. You should um, uh,
1: send a tweet to old Greg Miller. He's a big Luminous remastered fan. So
0: well, here's the thing: he's his was one of the videos that I watched. So like oh. the first video that pulled up was like tips and tricks, and it was his video from when he was on IGN, which it was funny seeing like a little young baby Greg Miller. Yeah. Um, but he was playing on the PS Vita, which is where uh. I guess. I don't know if it was the the first Lumines before it came to Lumines Remastered, but the the, the freaking Vita one. So you can pick different avatars to play as, which on the PS4 apparently means jack shit. But on the Vita, you'd pick an avatar and it would have a special ability. And so uh-huh. like like an ultimate ability and you could activate it. So like he was showing that he used the one where you could like pause the clear bar so you could make it sit and wait and then you could go pile up your combos and then let it go through. And so like, I was like, "Ooh, that looks really cool. i went back to the PS4. I'm like, no, nope, these avatars don't do anything. You don't yeah. give me special abilities on this one. So, um but yeah, but just, you know, hey, it's a, it's a good time. Uh we'll see. Maybe next week we'll see what Res Infinite is like. Although to be fair, I did try it just a tiny bit once on VR because it was on my VR sampler disc, but it was just it was just too much for me uh, in VR. Yeah. Like I couldn't even so, but hopefully it'll be better. Um just with not VR show. But yeah. Uh, you know, enhance, make some good stuff. Just uh this one is, is for the the experts, the people who like a challenge, yeah. doesn't have a baby mode. So <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. All right, Cody, let's get into some news. Uh, there's been some news that came out about Pokemon. A whole lot of news came out about Pokemon. Did what it? What do you think? Well, <laughs> uh, All right. Some news came out. I don't know that the details came out, but news has come out.
1: So um, so first we should state there's going to be a Pokemon Sword Shield Direct on June 5th. So that came out a couple of days before this apparently been announced. So they come out and they're like, oh, there's going to be a Pokemon press conference and it's going to be live stream. Okay, interesting. Um. And so, they're really hyping it up. Like, I saw, like, three tweets from the Pokemon company about this. I was like, alright, cool. Like, let's go. Like, Pokemon press conference. Like, I'm sure there's, like, going to be some new stuff for Go. Something interesting, maybe. Like...
0: You, you said Pokemon press conference, and I just had an image of a little Pokemon at uh, a microphone, like, giving the details. And That I, that, that, that would have made, made this
1: infinitely better. It would have. <laughs> um. So this press conference was very just, like, if if you, if, like, it hadn't been live-streamed and everyone saw this, I honestly would have thought I did some mushrooms before <laughs> I saw this. Holy <laughs> like, shit. So, let's... The one kind of cool thing is that there's a Pokemon RPG coming to mobile called Pokemon Masters. The art style seems pretty cool. Uh, and then they got into kind of, like, this huge initiative that the Pokemon company is going to do. I think legitimately at some point on the fucking like teleprompter, it came up Pokemon company's business strategy. And I was like, what? Like what's happening? Huh? So they're apparently their big strategy for this year and next year is all about sleep. Because (laughs) you know, when you're most thinking about Pokemon, when you fucking sleep them so first off they're introducing something called pokemon sleep which i believe rewards you in pokemon go based on how you sleep yes and they're releasing with it a thing called pokemon plus plus Now let me spell that out for you pokemon p l u s plus sign so, if you don't know what a Pokemon Plus is, it's a little wristband, or you can like wear it around your neck or something like that. Um, and it ties to your Pokemon Go account. And when you're walking, it'll light up. If there's a Pokemon nearby, you can press the button, and you have a chance of catching a Pokemon. Kind of cool. Just kind of, if you're really into Pokemon Go, you would have had these. Um, but the Pokemon Plus Plus does this, and you lay it on the pillow next
0: to where you sleep. Wait. And it'll... You lay it on the pillow next to you? You don't wear it?
1: That's I thought you wore it, but I've heard I've read and heard multiple people now say that you put it on the pillow next to you and it'll track how you sleep.
0: That sounds like bullshit.
1: Just It, it sounds you, awful. Just, um To tie in with this, they had the guy from Neantic come out and be like, Oh, to help this sleep initiative there will be random sleeping Snorlaxes in Pokemon Go. Just out and about. Mm-hmm. I don't know who at the Pokemon company had like... They were just sitting around a, boarding, a board table and they were like, What can we pitch this year for how to make more people love Pokemon? Well, there's eight hours a day where people aren't thinking about Pokemon. And it's when they're sleeping. So we gotta get them there. So yeah, their big initiative is sleeping and how they can get you Pokemon while you sleep. I don't, it's, what?
0: I mean, uh, just offhand, I feel like this could be the start of some type of brainwashing campaign. Like having this thing next to your head while you sleep. Who knows what's really going on there? Um, um, yeah.
1: Also, they announced a thing called Pokemon Home, which is an app that ties together Pokemon Go, the Let's Go series, Gen 8, which is Sword and Shield, and uh, oh, the Pokemon Bank, which is another app they use that, like, you can kind of... It just it lets you transfer Pokemon, like, if you're a diehard Pokemon fan, it lets you transfer Pokemon from any of those things to each other freely in one center location. That's pretty cool. Um, if you're a diehard Pokemon fan, that's good for you. Uh, and then they ended the press conference... With the speaker being like, you may have noticed. And he unzips his jacket that he had on. <laughs> We're all wearing Pokemon shirts. And I was like, what is happening? <laughs> what? Now This is kind of cool. Like, I'm kind of excited for this. Okay, so, like, in Japan, they have these, like, Pokemon shirts based off the original 150. And, like, they're, like, button up, like, highly detailed shirts. And they're nice t-shirts. Or nice shirts. The issue is... They are expensive as fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, they are $100 yeah. for a shirt. And you can customize these. You can make a long sleeve shirt, a short sleeve shirt, or a Hawaiian shirt out of these things.
0: And you could put a, pop, a, a I can't talk. A pocket on the front or not have a pocket.
1: Yeah. Um, and, like, I kind of want a Bulbasaur one because Bulbasaur is my favorite Pokemon. But, like, am I really shut out $100? I wonder if, like... Now, see, like, they are $100 on the Japanese website to get them here. Okay. Could there be some price differences when they finally have a US shop up? Who knows?
0: What is the most you would pay for one of these shirts? Uh,
1: see, like, I've seen some, like, stylized, like, button-up shirts. <sighs> the most I would willingly pay, 50 bucks. And that's that's me being, like, this is, like, me, like, treating myself. $100 can't I do. $60 I'd, can't do. I'd
0: pay $30. That's the most fair, I would do for fair. a Pokemon shoot. But you know, I don't care for Pokemon as much. Look at yeah. that cat stretching back there. that the cat back there. <laughs> She's such a good
1: girl. Um there was a couple of other small things they announced, like uh Japan is getting another Pokemon Center, which is just like their big Pokemon store. Um, but it's, it's apparently gonna be darker themed. I didn't really understand this. <laughs> I was
0: it's the Pokemon nightmares.
1: I was very confused. I was like, okay, darker, or right, whatever um
0: You know what would have been? They missed a golden opportunity. Instead of this Pokemon Sword and Shield, it could have been called Pokemon Dreams and Nightmares to tie in with sleep. Ooh,
1: there are some Pokemon that are all about haunting dreams. And like, I was kind of like, ooh snap! Like Darkrai—that's a Pokemon. It's all about haunting dreams. And I'm like, ooh shit! Yeah. I, don't, I don't like that. Um, but yeah this was just a very weird press conference. And like from some reports I've been reading is that Nintendo did not know this was happening (laughs) and were very upset with the contents of it. And that's why they like doubled down on like, Hey, just so you know, sword and shield is next week. Like, don't worry. We got you. Um, but in a strange turn of events, this has excited me more for sword and shield because like being reminded of Pokemon excites me for Pokemon. Like, it's going to be pretty cool. Um, so yeah, just a weird fucking press conference. Um, I highly recommend if you're like wanting to watch this, look up the kind of funny reacts because Tim Geddes is the ultimate hype man and loves Pokemon. And even he was just gruffunkled at this. Like, what? What's happening? <laughs> um, so yeah. That's uh, the Pokemon press conference. That was something else.
0: So, so we're joking about this, but what if like... What if in like 50 years, we look back on Pokemon Company and what if they've had this tremendous influence on getting people healthier? Because, you know, people are not super healthy these days. Yeah. So Pokemon Go gets some up and about, walking around, getting some exercise. Now we got Pokemon Sleep. They're trying to get them a good night's sleep. Next is probably Pokemon Nutrition and it's going to be like... You put in what you're eating, and like I don't know something. It's tracking that. Yeah. Uh, maybe there's going to be some Pokemon yoga coming up to like help you de stress or Pokemon meditation. Ooh, there could man. be like they could be saving the world and just like making everybody a more healthy, well balanced person through Pokemon. It's possible.
1: It could be. I mean, I will like I will give them this. Like they are trying different things. Um, they are we'll see if it works out I mean Pokemon Go is it's, like a success for them like they make yeah. tons of money off that game and um, there's people
0: copying it so you know it's a success
1: yeah I haven't read any, what was that Pokemon game we we played that was on the Switch but also on mobile I forget uh, what it was called PokeQuest maybe Pokemon something quests like that maybe? I had, I never read if that was successful or not. Um, so I'm interested. This Pokemon Masters game looks really cool. The art style is really nice. And it shows some very key characters from the anime. So like, I'm interested in that. I hope that does well. Um,
0: There's another Pokemon mobile game out. That like, it came to Australia first. It was like, oh, some yeah, time battle was something. It. Yeah.
1: Pokemon Rumble, I think it was called. Something. Yeah. yeah. And it, eventually when that comes out, I'll try it. Um,
0: all Pokemon, all the time.
1: Fuck yeah. Um, but yeah, next week... Like, I think the day after you hear this, uh, or two days after you hear this, uh, Sword and Shield stuff being announced. I'm excited.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, probably we'll talk about that in next week's podcast. Uh, what we won't talk about in next week's podcast is the things we saw at E3 because we'll have recorded this right before E3 happens. Yeah. Uh, but... Looking forward to that, we're going to go ahead and give you some of our predictions for what we think might come at E3, yeah. or what we wish might come at E3, or things that we know for damn sure are not coming at E3, but like would be cool. So, um, we're just going to go through some stuff.
1: We should have a caveat. This is the first E3 with no Sony, and EA is appearing to not do a conference this year Instead. Said- doing a showcase where there will be streaming games for a set period of time so yeah
0: yes it's it's weird um because they're they're gonna stream some of the new jedi fallen order game Mm -hmm. but then like all the rest of it is games that are already out so it's like doesn't seem like super exciting to me but Um. who knows they had a real lackluster presentation last year. They had the least yeah. enthusiastic audience in the world. Uh, so that might have influenced their decision to have a, another one of those. But hey, yeah. you know whatever. all right, um, so I believe we have we each have three solid predictions and then two kind of yeah. predictions, right?
1: Do you wanna do the two mint ones first? And then
0: yeah, let's do it. Okay. you can go first.
1: Um now some people be- some people may think this is not a mint one, but I don't think it's gonna happen, but it would be cool if it did happen. Um I think Sony does the ultimate power play and drops Last of Us Two date in the middle of E3. Okay. They're just like that, it's like, they're like on Twitter, true. they're like, Last of Us Two, here's a trailer, here's a release date. Fuck y'all bitches, we ain't at E3 this year.
0: Here's the thing, I don't want to poo poo on your on your prediction here. Um, we didn't talk about it, but Death Stranding released their trailer and release date today, yeah, um, and that's like November eighth or November ninth that that's 9th. coming out, so word on the street is last of us is getting pushed to early next year yeah uh so i I feel like that prediction is unlikely. I feel like they did their big thing, Death Stranding, right before E3 to just kind of get the attention before it gets lost in the E3 shuffle. There could still be a state of play before E3.
1: There could be. I feel like
0: anything they would do would be right before E3 rather than in the middle of E3. But you never know. Never know. They could. I mean, it's fucking sunny. They could just do whatever they want. It would be real funny if they did drop something in the middle of E3. So we'll see. What you got, Sam? All right for woohoo! Um, all right, so I was gonna make a prediction that you know Microsoft is gonna announce buying more game companies mm-hmm. because that's but that seems pretty likely they might do that. So my woohoo one is Microsoft is going to announce that they are partnered with THQ Nordic.
1: So Ooh, shit. They're, gonna,
0: they're gonna come together all those fucking IPs that they own. That's a fucking power play. Make it. We, our- we have
1: bought THQ Nordic. Now we I'm own not- every IP known to man.
0: I'm not saying they'll they'll buy THQ Nordic. I'm saying they're going oh, to partner and they're okay. going to work together. It's going to okay. be a joint venture. And uh, yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's my woohoo one.
1: Okay, I like yeah. it. It'd be interesting.
0: Yeah, it'd be okay. cool.
1: <laughs> um, so yeah, people listening to this, like, by the time they listen to it, like, they'll be able to kind of. Oh no!
0: No, no, not yet. No, it won't have happened yet. Still, can you can
1: write before. these down and then like let us know it afterwards how we how we're doing.
0: Yes. Also, um, let let me just state I I haven't really looked at what's been announced formally for E three unless it's like a big like headline article yeah. uh, and I don't think you've looked at like a lot of stuff or, so we don't know like some little stuff might have been announced so yeah. we don't know if we say something and it's already been announced then we yeah. just look like geniuses so I don't know.
1: Um. <laughs> My fourth one, another meh meh one is uh at the Ubisoft conference, there will be no new Assassin's Creed announced, but there will be DLC for Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I think they're okay. gonna I think they're gonna wait another year, let Odyssey ride it out, and then have a new one.
0: I feel like the new Assassin's Creed has kind of already been announced, like not formally has- but we know it's Vikings, right
1: i I don't remember.
0: I don't know if it's been like fully confirmed, but I feel like word. My I I get a lot of my words from Word on the Street, and Word on the Street is the next Assassin's Creed Odyssey is Vikings, and it's not mm-hmm. coming out this year. It would be next year at the okay. earliest.
1: Well, so if I'm right, so you
0: you're, you're probably right.
1: What's <laughs> yeah. what you got?
0: Alright, my next woo-hoo one is this is just something that I think would be awesome. Uh, I'm going to say a Worms game is announced for Switch. Oh, and so. I doubt that it's going to be a new Worms game. Hmm. I think something's going to get ported to Switch. Um, I don't know. Probably Worms Armageddon. But they're all, I mean, worm, a Worms game is a Worms game. So, you know. But I say one of them's coming to Switch. Okay. Okay. All right. All right, and let's get into cool. some serious stuff.
1: Some serious stuff. All right. But number three is going to be... Nintendo has the best press conference this year. Now, let me explain why I think that. Okay. They're getting Pokemon out the way early. You remember last year's E3. They dedicated most of the show to Smash Brothers because it was all about the hype. Mm-hmm. This year going in, we've got Luigi's Mansion 3. Animal Crossing. Metroid Prime. All these games we don't know a lot about so they can bring the heavy hitters and just fucking hit us with trailer 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 it's hyping us up so i think what we got here is a recipe for nintendo having the best press conference this year
0: okay right. sure uh i really hope that fucking nintendo has a release date and a price for Daemon X Machina so Holy we can settle shit. that bet that has been hanging out for like a year. Yeah. So I'm ready, I'm ready to get that taken care of. Um, okay, so spoiler alert. The majority of my list involves Microsoft because oh, okay. that's what I had on the brain um, when you told me to think of these. So um, my prediction is is it's going to be announced that Cuphead is coming to Game Pass. Okay.
1: Fair. Yeah. Is it? Is it not already?
0: I, I don't believe it is. Is it already? A, Fuck. Have I fucked this up? It's a Microsoft
1: exclusive, is it not? It, that should be on Game Was Pass. Is it on Game
0: Pass? I don't know. Why
1: Let you look that Game up? Pass. I'll look up my number two.
0: <sighs> Guys, I'm just going to say, Cody told me like, like a couple hours ago to get some E-Tri I'm sorry. so I, I was like, just like I was trying okay? I was thinking about
1: it I was like oh, we I was trying, trying to, to finish do up work too.
0: I was flustered and um, I, was, I did my best
1: so as I say the part first part of this is confirmed it was confirmed today um I think the Avengers game is shown with a very detailed trailer and like an extended trailer of them showing like gameplay uh, and like story stuff I don't think we get a hard release date I think we get a fall 2019 Kind of
0: you think it's this year?
1: I think it's going to be early next year. I think it's uh, that's one of those uh, early 2020 games. Um, so, yeah.
0: One of my woo was going to be... Um, obviously, they show the Avengers trailer. And then they announce it's available tomorrow. Oh, like shit. Like, stealth launch. But then I thought about it. And the reason that most companies don't do that... Is because if if a game has a physical release, you know, getting the actual physical thing yeah. to stores is a problem. So like, it works for Apex Legends because it's all digital, um, but not so much for um, something that has a physical release. Uh, my app is not loading. I'm still. I'll I'll let you know about this Cuphead situation, but we'll get back to it. Um, also, just to just to throw like a little extra one in there. I don't I don't know uh, if if you're right and they announce their release date for sometime fall this year, I think they will announce a special edition that comes with uh cop like four K Blu-ray copies of both Infinity War and Endgame with Ooh. the game, like a deluxe collector set.
1: Now, I'm not gonna lie to you. If the collector's edition of this Avengers game has a statue that's just like
0: Captain America's ass.
1: I mean, that's an instant buy right there. Uh but it's <laughs> a statue like, you know, Thor, Cap, Iron Man Black Widow, Hawkeye, Hulk, like all of them together. They yeah. buy that collector's edition. That may be one I have to look up. Um, but yeah.
0: Okay. Well, hopefully we'll have some more information on that soon. In the meantime, while I'm still trying to figure this out, uh, so my next one is you know uh, Xbox. I believe it's called X Cloud. Is there going to be their streaming service? And I'm going to say in their presentation, um, they actually show us. People streaming games on their phone, and they announce that you can sign up for the beta right now, and okay. it's about to about to launch. So, all right, my game box, my Game Pass app says no results for Cuphead. Okay. So I don't, th- I don't know. I don't know why it's not yeah. on Game Pass. It may have but- been like
1: right after, like right before that initiative they announced, where like every yeah. exclusive is going. So they may have like just
0: yeah, yeah. Um. Okay.
1: Well, funny enough, my number one is all about Microsoft. I think that Xbox has no less than seven new exclusives announced at this conference with all these partnerships they have been doing.
0: Mm-hmm. Down so, yeah.
1: i think uh I think you know like they they announced last year all these partnerships. It's been a year now, probably time we start seeing the kind of the fruits of the labor there, like what mm-hmm. we got coming from Ninja theory. Uh, and stuff like that, so I think no less than seven. Um, could be a lot more though. Never know.
0: It could be. I mean, they they've got a lot going on, and it's going to be like I think like a full two hours. Their presentation probably, which is a little bit longer than last okay. year's. So yeah. it's gonna be a it's gonna be a a good long trunk of stuff. I hope it's like. I hope they don't spend too much time on one thing. Like, I remember, like, last time they spent, like, a lot of time on Forza Horizon. And I was just like, okay, Mm, but let's, like, move on. Like, we don't need too much time on any one thing. Just, like, quick hits, keep it moving. Uh, Speaking of, let's keep it moving. So, my number one, okay. I think that we are going to have an Ori and the Will of the Wisps trailer and a release date. And the release date is going to be, you know, a little ways out, a few months out probably. And so they're going to be like, okay, I know it's a little ways to wait for that. in the meantime, why don't you go play Ori and the Blind Forest on Switch? Uh, Because, I mean, I think there's been rumors about some Xbox exclusive games moving to Switch. And, you know, Xbox and Nintendo are having some good partnership stuff going on. And so I think they're going to announce... Like something something big that they're going to be sharing. So and I like Ori, so let's let it be yeah. Ori. So yeah, those are mine.
1: Okay. I have some good ones.
0: Hey. <laughs> Surely at least one of those will be right. Yeah,
1: hopefully. We'll you know. We'll have to check I, think, to I think I think you at least
0: seven um, exclusives from Microsoft will be. I think that's a.
1: Now, I should caveat. I really said I put down seven exclusives, and I was like, no, 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 I'm committed. Seven new ones. I'm not counting like Halo, whatever the fuck. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. New
0: ones. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm down with it. Hell yeah. So, all right. Uh, So, next week we'll just have a little, I don't know, filler episode as we wait for some E3. And then in two weeks, uh, we'll find out how we did and find out all the exciting news that came from E3. Uh, So, would you say that Nintendo is the one that you're most looking forward to?
1: Yeah, because I feel like they have the most, like, stuff we definitely, like, I think at Microsoft, we will definitely see more of Gears 5, because, like, Gears 5 is definitely coming this year. Uh, They have the Halo game that they, like, teased at the beginning of last Mm -hmm. year's conference. They'll definitely show that off. Um, And then I feel like these new exclusives they're probably going to announce will be, like, kind of quick hits, because, like, I'm sure some are still, like, early in development, like...
0: Yeah, projects yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, so, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I think Nintendo has the most, like, up in the air because, like, there's so many things we literally don't know about. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, all the games you listed for Nintendo, I really don't care about. So, I, I think Microsoft is going to be my, my big one that I'm into. Although, I'm pretty excited for the Ubisoft one. Just because last year, it was so... Last year's was great. Yes, it was pretty good, yeah. They had the just dance thing where they had the dude dressed up as a panda. They did the best thing ever where like they had the video of people like dancing out in the streets, and then they all like busted in the doors and came in the stadium and it was them dancing, and I was just like, oh my god, this is great. Then they had the guy come up on the motorcycle for Trials Rising, and I'm just like, yes. So I can't wait to see what Ubisoft does. It better be something spectacular.
1: I think close second is gonna be Square Enix. Shockingly, even though last year I thought Square Enix's entire company yeah. a dumpster fire, um, this one like I'm hoping they bring their A game and like
0: yeah. their A
1: game. Get it? A <laughs> <With> Avengers. <laughs> Aha! Uh, and then Five Hundred and Seven. Like I'm kind of excited yeah. for. Like I yeah. want to know. Like, it is cool. it coming this year? Like, and then like. Whatever they're gonna throw in between, because like you can't have a press conference just two games. Like they gotta have some other stuff coming. So yeah,
0: you can, you shouldn't, but you can.
1: So and there's a kind of funny showcase, a lot of indie games. Fuck yeah!
0: So there's gonna be some cool stuff there that like we don't even have a clue about.
1: Has Bethesda announced if they're having a conference
0: yet? I believe they are.
1: That's gonna be interesting. With uh... I believe they are. I believe
0: it's in the evening on okay. Sunday or Monday. Like...
1: That'll be an interesting watch for how everything with Fallout seventy six went. So and Rage two, how that went? That's from Bethesda, right?
0: Yeah, okay. yeah.
1: So yeah, interesting time for Bethesda. Get your fucking shit together.
0: Hey, take it easy, man. Sorry,
1: I'm a little more aggressive, a little ragey. <laughs>
0: Alright, well, we will wait and see. Until then, if you'd like to get in touch with us, you can email us at contact at geekardgames.com or on Facebook and Twitter at Geekart Games. Uh, we've got live streams on twitch.tv slash geekard games. You can watch videos of our podcast at geekartgamescom slash YouTube. You can join our Discord at geekartgamescom slash Discord, and you can buy a shirt at geekartgamescom slash shirts. And we have a new uh, Pride logo shirt that is available. Uh, I've ordered one. Teespring takes a while, so hopefully I'll get it before the end of June and can wear it on an episode. So we'll see what happens. Um, we would love for you to give us a review. Five-star review on iTunes, or just a, a like, a subscribe. Anywhere you can give us some something good, we'd appreciate that. Uh, I'm on Twitter at SKSUVAK, Cody.
1: I'm at Cody, and I do just want to call out, uh, because it's Pride Month, last year we did do an entire Pride-focused episode. I still think it's one of the best episodes we've ever done, so definitely, if you have a chance, go back and listen or watch that. Um, It's, I believe, called Gaming with Pride.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm thinking back. I believe that was the one where I forgot to record the video, I believe. Yes. And then I had to do some creative editing, which...
1: It's a good both. I, it sucked,
0: went, but it was fun also.
1: <laughs> I went back and watched it recently, and it's pretty good still. So yeah,
0: It's got the Geek Heart Pets Pets uh, slideshow of all of our animals, so definitely worth a watch for that. So it's got some some good some good backup video, some good B roll content to to fill the space there. So yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, I almost forgot what was happening. Cody, take it away.
1: We're just two geeks who heart games. Do-do-do-do-do. Happy Pride!